everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. Today we have a depressing, incoherent, ugly type show. Oh, wait a second. It's not hockey season yet. One second. <sighs> Much better. We got a great show planned for you today. We got JJ of Fifth Dimension BJJ heading up the show. We brought him back for another podcast. Also, don't forget to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel and our podcast streams. If you like all the latest breakdowns, clips, and amazing athletes and guests that we have on the show, make sure you subscribe and you're going to get a lot more free content coming your way. Autumn is in the air, the pumpkins are in the patch, and our friends at Manscaped are here to make sure you don't carve your pant pumpkins when you're grooming, if you know what I'm saying. Make sure you keep your things fresh this fall with the leaders in men's grooming and use their brand new fourth generation performance package. Boys, get ready for cuffing season like none other. Are you ready to take the leap with Manscaped? Join 2 million men worldwide that are using Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code CHPODCAST. Their fourth generation trimmer features cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin tape technology. It also gives you the ability to turn on that light, a 4000K LED spotlight on and off when you need a more precise shave, plus it's waterproof. So meaning when you can even shave in the dark and you don't have to worry about trimming your nutsack off. Seal the deal with Manscaped liquid formulation the crop preserver or ball deodorant and everyone knows that pumpkin spice lattes and ball deodorant go hand in hand so remember get 20 percent off plus free shipping with the code chpodcast at manscaped.com that's 20 percent off and free shipping at manscaped.com make your balls a priority this fall choose manscaped and your balls are going to thank you we're also sponsored by Spirit Leaf Waterdown, located at 64 Hamilton Street North in Waterdown, Ontario. If you're looking for Canada's top cannabis brand, look no further than Alex and his crew at Spirit Leaf Waterdown. They're going to be able to help you out with all the CBD and THD products that you need. Just remember to like our Instagram and their Instagram, and they're going to give you a discount when you go in store and go shop with them. You can't go wrong, and you're always going to have a great experience at Spirit Leaf Waterdown. Thanks, everybody. Enjoy the show. Have a great listen to the podcast, and we'll see you soon on the mats. <laughs> or dozens and dozens of fans, Aaron. Thousands. There's dozens of us. The dozens of fans. Like the rock like back knew, in the day. Right? <laughs> it's like the rock back in the day. And the millions, millions of like Mick Foley cuts in. He's like, and the dozens and dozens of mankind fans. <laughs> I will have to say that like the attitude era of like wrestling was like, especially with the rock, Stone Cold, Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, like all those guys was like the best. If yeah. like, as far as like entertainment goes. And then you get like NWO, um, like degeneration x all that kind of stuff those were like yeah. the heydays of wrestling i uh i never really got into wrestling that way too though um yeah i never really watched a lot of it uh, i do train at a place on battle arts um yep and uh they they have their own wrestling program there pro wrestling program and that's amazing bring, yeah it's Aaron, bringing me I, new Aaron, I think, I think we need to sign up yeah. <laughs> i think i get some tall boots for you guys if you want so we're, we're by Fujiwara armbar. 
yeah, you know, it's it's perfect. You know, jump off the top rope there and have some fun. So, yeah, they, like I said, I, it, they're giving me a new appreciation for um, uh, like the charisma they have of it. And there is a certain level of athleticism that you need for it. So, um, yeah, you know, they definitely love what they do and they work hard with it. So I've never really paid attention to wrestling growing up. So I, like, I, I know the old, old school days where I used to watch uh, like the Hulk Hogan's and, and like Under the Giant which is dating myself, but yeah, that's, that's where I was sitting at, you know, the old WrestleManias when they first started. Yeah. I, was, hey. I, I don't even think I was born yet when uh, <laughs> just for reference. Yeah. I, think I, I think I was at negative one years old at the time. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I will say, um, so WrestleMania like 1992 in the Sky Dome ultimate warrior yeah. versus Hulk Hogan. Like yeah. I, I remember watching that on television. That was yeah. like, insane like and you just see the ultimate warrior running from they don't even like he just starts from the change room all the way to the ring like yeah yeah i definitely miss those days i mean those were the days that i like i was actually really you know i really want to go and see wrestling and i think that's where i was watching a lot of it too but Mm -hmm. you know and then my cousins and a lot of my family got into the nwo side and when hulk hogan was going back and forth being a bad guy and good guy again so those were good too yeah <laughs> well kind of bringing it back though but we are back at the choking hazard podcast with jj jj we wanted to bring you back because remember the last time we did speak that we were talking about J- june the 7th was the day everything was going to come back to normal and we would have a normal life however the hell jj that, what the hell <laughs> you did not come into fruition did we did we actually specify the year of that though <laughs> 2025 maybe but in 2025 <laughs> buy yourself another three year four years jj yeah also i just want to point out right now anybody watching us uh on youtube right now uh aaron and jj have the exact same library in the background i think aaron broke in took a picture I think you're both recording from the same area. I think he's on the other side. So we're just face to face. Possible. We're just face yeah. to face. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. National so, Treasure Library. How have, you, how have you guys been since um, the last time I was on here, too? Well, we've been a little busy, obviously, like finally getting back into some form of like training. Obviously, we're yeah. getting a lot more guests with the schools open, which has been yes. great. Um, so we're getting obviously we're not talking about the same thing over and over again, which is great. So we're kind of getting into this whole new pattern. But obviously, like we got craziness happening in the next couple of days. We got the election happening. We got all sorts of madness in the province yeah. going like we're there's, really, there's always really, content. Really big <laughs> elephant in the room. <laughs> the really yeah. really really big elephant in the room in a really uh, really tiny room so yeah so i don't know i um i i really like i said i think you guys know i had a, a post i made um a few months ago when we first opened up you're you're a trailblazer by the way <laughs> I, I didn't mean to be um so i i did have a sense of logic of why i, I went that route um, and yeah, like I said, it's one of those things I thought I thought about. I was actually talking to my family, I was talking to my wife about it. Um, I thought it was—I shouldn't say I thought it was for me the right thing to do when we first opened up. Um, I did find the efficacy of, of you know having a vaccine was the only thing that we had on on the table as far as how to answer, you know, reopening again safely. Mm-hmm. Um, but I kind of went off social media for a while and part of it was because of that 
I got a lot of mail that was not very nice um, that I didn't realize I'd be getting such a such a blowback with. Um, I did get a lot of support too. Like I had a lot of friends who called me up, a lot of gym owners who called me up who I don't really talk to saying, I see what you're doing here. You're crazy, but you know, you know, I understand why you're doing what you're doing. Um, but at the time when I actually made that post, um, there weren't a lot of options and I actually did a lot of work. I did a lot of, um, uh, leg work with my school, like working with the Hampton Chamber of Commerce. I went through the Better Business Bureaus. I went through things to find strategies of how to get around uh, um, having this mandatory vaccine because I, I didn't like it. And I still, to this day, like what's happening on September 22nd, I, I dread it. I really, I'm strongly against them mandating this from the government level, from a provincial level. I think we should be able to self-govern ourselves for this um, I think a lot of the schools I talked to have been taking care of themselves fine. Uh, but to see what's happening now, it's really, really scary to see what, as far as a business owner, it's a horrible thing to throw on your plate, what the government's doing personally for me. So um, I'm still going back and forth with public health to see if there's options because I, I, I'm trying not to do it too. So, and it's, that's it's where I'll go more, with that. <laughs> it's a lot more, it's a lot more stress on your plate for like somebody who's like in the gym and the fitness industry or yeah. like the, but like the restaurant industry, for example, like the last 18 months of in Ontario, because there's been, you know, you've been open, then you've been closed and you've been open yeah. again for a week and then you've been closed and you're open for 15 minutes and then you're closed. Yeah. It's like, okay, well you can open, but you need to do like this, 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 and this. And so well, like, maybe certain industries I can do it and some are, yeah. but it's, you know, it's frustrating, but at the same time, I kind of saw what you're doing as well. It's, it's, you know, I'm not a big fan of it either, but I also no. see that there, there is a positive side to it as well, because you know, what happens if something does happen in your gym, there's an outbreak, things happen and you have to shut down anyway. Well, yeah, so, I, I followed a lot of the protocols I use at my work. Um, so in case you guys don't know, I work um, at a engineering firm for power. So a lot of what we work on is nuclear. So a lot of the protocols we play with there is for radiation. So I can do a lot of containment protocols and safety protocols for that. I kind of outlined that a lot more as far as how I handle my school for COVID too. Like if there's an incident, uh, I have a containment process now that I actually use that kind of mimics the same thing as a radiation leak. So I know I, I have my own containment room now. I actually, um, my mandated uh, vaccine that I started back in June, I believe, I, that lasted for about a week, maybe two weeks before I actually uh, kind of erase that with a lot of my students. I do a lot of um, like uh, communication with my students through um, just social media and whatnot too. But I actually applied for being a rapid test station within two weeks. So I actually had a rapid test station going. So I didn't even have vaccinated people coming in. You come in, you test once or twice a week and we just keep that going. So I test everybody now. Um, like I have a full station set up in my office it's isolated from everybody else. You do like a 10 minute test. So I figured that's the best way for me to kind of give peace of mind to other people. So I was kind of going far and beyond to try and make sure everybody else felt good about it, whether you've had vaccinations or not. Um, yeah, because whatever your choice is, whether you want to be vaccinated, whether you don't, it's, it's not my place, even though a lot of people assume that I'm trying to find out whether you're vaccinated. I really don't care. Like my bottom line was, was safety and peace of mind. So you could train. I want to give the safest area to do the most dangerous things we can. So that's how I was kind of seeing it. But yeah. So how does that process work? Like you, so you're actually like, like, how do you get like, uh, like do you contact like Hamilton public health and be like, Hey, like, 
how do I get rapid tests? Like, what do, what do I do with like my gym, um, or my workplace or, cause it's actually it was, a really interesting concept because it's, you know, it's a good way to, at the end of the well, day, protect. It was actually, it was actually a lot easier than I thought. I actually uh, contacted the Hamilton Chamber of Commerce. I think every city has a Chamber of Commerce and um, they put me in ties of like how to actually get a rapid test station kit. So you get in your box. Uh, I asked for five because it's easier to kind of make sure you don't go out of them. Uh, right away and you don't actually record anything uh, you record if there's a positive you do a test every time for a false positive with the kits you get and then you make sure you record when you're on 75 percent empty with your kits you record that on uh, like uh, a government website and then they could renew your packages again so it lets you uh renew everything so you can kind of just ongoing tests with everybody make sure everyone's safe with it um i did have one scare i think two weeks ago where i had one student who's potentially uh, uh, positive, and we actually, I actually checked my list, so we actually did tracking for it. So it's the same thing I said of doing a practice. Um, I brought all the people in about two days later in the parking lot, and I tested all of them there. Everybody was negative. Then I did it again three days later, same thing in the parking lot. Everyone's still negative. I did report it because, I mean, for me, I, I, I feel like it's an accountability that I would have to report everything. Um, but yeah, like I said, it, I reported to public health and they said, you know, ask me a bunch of questions. Who was it? And before I actually even gave my uh, information out, I asked all the students were there. Look, I said, public health is going to be asking me questions. Um, is it okay if I, you know, give them your contact information too? And I, I had cooperation from everybody because everybody else had negative. Everybody else was asymptomatic. So it's the same idea where as long as we kind of have that transparency i think that things go through a little bit easier for everybody else too um there's there's just a big trust issue i had with everybody as far as like i tell everybody what i have to do here i think that was my biggest thing that made things smoother with it so because there's a lot of stress right now everyone's kind of at each, at each other's throats a little bit so yeah i just went oh, back to making funny they're, they're especially at your throat a couple of weeks ago <laughs> like you uh, you're a Judas. You're 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 taking away everybody's charter of rights and freedoms, JJ. What's going on? I hope I didn't. Uh, if I did, no, I you didn't. <laughs> um, yeah, because it's and I, it was weird because you know if I ask you if you got the vaccine, I don't see how that's a bad thing because it's the same as me asking you if you've left the country in the last two weeks, and everyone's happy to tell me whether they did or didn't. Um, I've had more people actually tell me outright you know everyone's really proud to either have the vaccine or they're very actually proud to not have it and which i am proud for them for either side doesn't matter to me uh that was my big thing is if you want to get it that's fine with me if not then that's fine with me too um i just want to make sure it's safe you know i think i'm close to the center line than most people think people think i'm on this this far side of pro-vax pro-vaccine um I do believe in the science, I'll admit, just because of, you know, the industry I'm in, I, I understand trial and error and, and, and how things work. And uh, I did have arguments with people before saying, look, I, um, I studied mRNA vaccines probably back in 98, like when I was a nurse too. So they started doing these trials in 89, I think. They did human trials in 2008. So it, it's, it's not a matter of being experimental. I do think there's a few things in there that get mixed up between science and politics. And maybe I was a bit naive to kind of find it to be more on the scientific side and politics might've pushed certain agendas in there that they shouldn't have, but um, yeah, it sucks with trust issues now with science. So science fails a lot before it actually passes, but you know. That's, yeah. that's kind of what science is though. It's, it's the yeah. art 
finding what's right. It's not, it's not like, Hey, like the science is wrong. It's, yeah. it's the pursuit of finding what the right answer is. Cause I think I, I think everybody would agree like what we knew about COVID in March, 2020 versus now there's a lot of things that have changed in like yeah. the last 18, yeah. 19 months that we found out. Yeah. I, I believe in that too. I've been reading a lot about um, these alternatives too, like ivermectin and um, what, what's the other ones there? I think there's, um, there's a bunch. There's like, um, I believe there's a few of them out there, but yeah, I've been reading articles already. Like I always read as many as I can. Um, yeah. I haven't really went on like what, mainstream media. I don't really watch a lot of that, but, uh, you, no, don't, watch, been, you don't watch CNN fake news <laughs> like it, like Aaron does oh, yeah. all, every, all the time, BBC, all the time. CTV, CNN, Is that what all those books that, are everything. It's, just, <laughs> it, it's all, it's, that's, that's my, I have Dr. Fauci's book right behind me. This is what Fantastic. I'm using. I like to get all nice. my information from rebel news, Newsmax. <laughs> what's the other one? one? One America news. Uh, what's the, what's the other? What's the other one? Sky News. Or Sky News Australia. Yes, that's yeah. the other. One. Yeah, I don't I, know I, these I, things. I, I like uh, getting my alter alternatives. Yeah. Well, you know, I was actually watching this um, this podcast too. Uh, only besides this one, because this is the only one I watch really. Um, it's uh, there, and they were talking about doing these uh, clinical trials. It's called Together Clinical Trials. And it's funny because McMaster is part of this in Hamilton. And what they're doing is they're trying to find um, platforms to use rapidly testing um, uh, assessments for, for like repurposed medicine. So ivermectin's actually in those trials too, though. So mm -hmm. it's funny that, you know, like I said, there's such a, a, a blowback between alternative ways. Like I do believe in the vaccine, but I do think that there could be other answers for how to treat COVID too. So I just don't want to wear masks anymore at work. I don't want to wear masks everywhere. That's kind of yes. the thing already. Well, I think that I think the the solution to that is just more rapid testing. Honestly, that's really yeah. what it comes down to. It's just finding out. You know, you you go to the eventually there's like a test and shoppers drug mart. You buy it for five ten bucks, and you're like, oh, I, yeah. do I have COVID? Yes, no, okay, I can move on with my life. Do you like think, me? Yes, no, maybe. Yeah. Yes, no, maybe. We'll find out. Because <laughs> um, like from you, like what are some things that you want to see then? Uh, I guess in the future to deal with this as like a business owner. Uh, as a scientist, engineer, business owner, like, uh, what what is what is the best long term solution? Is is it more testing? Like, I you I, know what I don't I don't know. I think I think we're trying best we can. I think the government is kind of that slow moving battleship. You know, when we find out something, it takes them a lot longer than it should to actually implement some kind of policy. Um, I, I do think that uh, we should be able to self govern ourselves a lot more than than they're allowing us. I think they're kind of bringing us to this whole lowest common denominator for you know how we're going to be treated for this too. I think it's they're trying to do it with our best interests in mind, but you know I do think there's some kind of um, restrictions. It's a little bit too hard, you know, too tight for me. But I do know it's like a lot of people I talk to, a lot of business owners who are really stressed out about September 22nd. So, so I don't know. We'll see what happens with it. Yeah, I feel that's going to be obviously one of the kind of like limitations for a lot of people because especially like they were told they have to open a certain way then it was restrictions and now you're restricting more individuals into their places of businesses again and so it, it's just kind of like one of these endless wheels right and yeah it is exactly just, what people are saying about moving that goal line you know they keep moving it back yeah, and back and back keep moving which, it right 
and it's it's true like i mean i i think that there yeah it's hard to find what is and isn't good about that like i mean there's nothing really good about that i should say but you gotta you gotta try and think of why they're doing this outside of the fact that it could be just a control issue like is there something that they're trying to do with this outside of the uh, political uh, uh motive for it you know is it really a good thing and it's hard to find a yes for it it's hard to defend this thing it's a good thing at all so so i don't know yeah I, I think like you said, you have the right idea, especially though with rapid tests and like obviously making them cheap enough where it's like cheap and effective enough where people can do them like on the daily if needed, especially if they're being put in those types of situations. Yeah. Where they can constantly test themselves and, you know, make sure that they're safe if they're, if they don't want to get the vaccine. Right. So yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that's uh, the the next play, right? Because again, at the end of the day, if you're not going to get everybody completely vaccinated, what's the other option, right? Whoa. So that's the thing. What's the other option? So we have to develop a rapid test that's cheap enough that anybody can buy, anybody can have at home. Because again, we can't close schools again. We can't close businesses no. again. We can't keep moving the goalpost, as you said, yeah. because that's the only way people can get into any sort of rhythm as far as like finances or like even just keep maintaining a household more than yeah well it's, it's funny because even um now like it's how, how many months has it been like two months almost three months now that we've been up up and running again yeah something like that and even for me um like having those two years off or a year and a half off that's the longest i've ever taken off my whole life for, for training ever mm -hmm. ever since we're maybe six years old um and it was a really hard thing, you know, it really messed with, and I could see how it could really mess with your identity. Um, my value system, like I would go to work and have my, my, you know, my, my mind would always be training martial arts, safety, you know, engineering, whatever, but no, not really. Like obviously safety first. I was trying to make a really, really dry joke there, but it's always been that. <laughs> Safety's like number 13 on the list. It's like three. You're, you're, yeah. you're like, it's you're like, like Homer like Simpson in the nuclear plant. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. What am I teaching tonight? Uh, this guy's eyes are melting. You know, we should go and figure that out too. But um, <laughs> no, but honestly, it was always that thing where the, the value of, of training, the value of that environment was there consistently. And then when it's pulled away from you, it's, it's really hard to find your identity again. Like it's really hard. Like you'd wear your jujitsu shirts. You'd think about like all the tournaments you used to do or, or, or training the next day or having that continuity of training. And it gets really, really, hard when you lose that kind of consistency you know and then you start bringing it back like this now we so desperately want to come back to what we had before as far as getting back into shape getting back into training you know feeling sore again and and have, making those memories that we had before because it was such a golden time you think like 2019 and you don't even consider you know what would happen if things shut down you know and, and it's just nice to slowly start feeling that that momentum of, of like tournaments are coming up now so you start mm -hmm. have to you know there's a countdown now of like three weeks before you have to make weight and then you think about other people who are competing and then there's other people you haven't seen in years because you the only time you see them are at tournaments right yeah. or you start doing seminars again um so in this it's it to me it's a really exciting time to see things start coming up again and the last thing we need is is this kind of you know this hurdle in the road to limit how how we do things so like even even with um, whether you're vaccinated or not, I do think rapid testing should be a, a norm thing for going into bigger venues and bigger events. Like this weekend would have been a really nice test platform to have like rapid testers as you come in. 
and just seeing how how many people we can kind of you know work with the logistics of how you know we have a lot of volunteers and we would have a lot of people who are excited to start this up again um and try and organize something where we do need now we have a referee set up we have table workers we have administration now we might need something where we have a, a like a covid team of like people yeah. who actually do testing now or, or you know do tracking for it or something along those lines to, to help out so we might need another branch in the oja to help with that i'm stepping way past what i'm talking about because i'm just going off the top of my head but yeah no but like it, you brought up a good point too because i think that might be something that they're going to have to consider especially after the 22nd right because i know yeah. october 30th they're going to have a tournament they probably have another couple tournaments yeah. probably planned like these are things that they're going to have to come in and think with right because yeah. Yeah. if they don't and they have public health and public health is going to go, okay, is everybody vaccinated? Yes. No. Oh no, really? Yeah. So we're going to shut you down. So, and that's the last thing you want. Right. So they, yeah. they have to, mm -hmm. you're making good points, especially like they have to think ahead on that and not just yeah. play it to kind of like, okay, well, we're just, we're going to like, what's yeah. the word they say? Um, it can't be you reactive. Know. You got to be proactive. Yeah. I think. Be yeah proactive. You can't, you can't be like, take the wheel, away. Jesus. And, you know, hold take the wheel, Jesus. <laughs> take the wheel, Jesus. Take that's the wheel, Jesus. I see a lot of things where people don't, if you don't plan ahead, that's literally what I see is like, you just, you know, <laughs> close your eyes and hope um, things bad don't happen. You know, it's just like playing lottery. Um, and, and a lot of, a lot of what I argue about or my platforms have nothing to do with right or wrong. It's, it's more the problem solving side of it. Right. Like, I mean, you know, it, it's COVID's here and it's, you can't point fingers at who has it, who doesn't have it. It's more a matter of how, how can we move forward um, and prevent things from happening and as bad as we, as they can get. Right. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. So it's just, how do you, how do you deal with the solution in the most, in the, in the best manner? Like, you know, is everybody in the world going to be vaccinated at any point at every point? Probably not. So it's like, no. well, what do you do? Yeah. I think you gotta, do you have to have some mandates? Sure. Like they gotta be reasonable. And, you know, I think at the end of the day, like, I think you're right. You gotta give people some options. It can't just be like vaccine or vaccine yeah. if it's vaccine, but okay. If you're, if you're not, then here's some other options that you can, yeah, have just to you know keep your keep yourself. Uh, well, yeah, like look at airport security; they don't do half the people. You know, you got to go through the X-ray machine because you got to go through it. Same idea here. Like, I mean, you should have some kind of screening process before you go through, whether it's it's the vaccine or whether you have some kind of like they're finding people with super immunity now. You know, as far as there's a gene for that, um, there's some crazy things that are happening with it. Um, but yeah, like there's got to be different options outside of. You know, this is the only way we're allowed to do it. You know, mandating things seems like it's a pretty dangerous route to take. And um, I really don't know, but I like June 7th, I have a gut feeling that this won't stay long. <laughs> yeah. Oh, don't actually, yeah. But yeah, I really like, I feel like there will be a huge blowback from uh, a lot, and there's going to be a lot of resistance from this. It has to be. You know, there's a lot of people who are on both sides of the fence who aren't very, um, you don't feel very good about this at all. So, you know, it doesn't matter what your belief in whether the vaccine works or not. You know, I don't, I don't think that we should have this kind of um, mandate. Yeah. So quiet. But yeah. I, I think on a happier note, we finally have tournaments back and people yes. are furious with referees that have not been <laughs> able to ref any tournaments lately in the last 18 months and they are just fucking letting their feelings known on social media 
that those these referees suck. <laughs> like, I, uh, for the record, I, I, it was it was not me. I was not there. <laughs> but, yeah, I'd like to actually look at this because I actually I, I scrolled through social media a little bit and I just saw a lot of medals, a lot of smiling faces. Um, so I didn't I didn't even I didn't get into the point where seeing people bent about certain parts of the, these tournaments, but or the first one. But you gotta you gotta kind of realize that that's people just starting up again, right? This is the first one. And it's a back-to-back, right? The GTA and the Ontario. Yeah, it was back-to-back. Yeah, pretty and, big ones. So, yeah, and that, that, that's what I was saying. I'm like, like how, okay, mistakes happen. Everybody's human. And again, one, mm-hmm. this isn't the worlds or anything like that. There's no money on the line. This is just a tournament. So I'm not trying mm-hmm. to dis- discredit it by any chance. But also you have to remember, a lot of these referees haven't had the chance to, you know, ref actual live events in X amount of time. And yeah. Like, to be a, again, a school owner, right? I look at it, if you're going to be a school owner and venture frustrations on social media about a, a referee, I don't know, man. Like just, just I think there's a, time, there's a time and place. This Right now is not that time. Yeah, I think everyone's there for the best intentions. Like, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of pressure on the refs who haven't done much in a while. Like, I'll admit, I, I ref for a bit and then I stopped. Yeah, I didn't ref anymore. You didn't like the blowback, eh? I think I think we should get Aaron repping. <laughs> no, I, I would be yelling at people. Rap, actually, I rap yeah. you, you suck. Who said that? Fuck you. I'm coming for you. <laughs> Throw a hat at them. Jump the table. Yeah. <laughs> Disqualified. Why? Is Are you that, doing like, I don't face. like your coach. Because <laughs> your coach is an asshole. <laughs> it's probably just me in the background. It's like it was him. He did it. Got <laughs> him. Oh man. Yeah. You suck, Aaron. <laughs> we have like five different voices. Yeah, I do. Like, you suck, Aaron. I thought it was two points. What do you mean, Raph? <laughs> so, JJ, you yes. also mentioned that you were um, you're at Battle Arts now, which is a, a club in Mississauga. Yes. Uh, you obviously have Fifth Dimension, which is still going strong. So, yes. um, tell, tell us about Battle Arts. Was that something kind of like a project that you're kind of like working with them to kind of get their program going again yeah like i i was i was approached by dave and um like he was as soon as he opened his place up uh he called me up and he asked you know uh, what does he think about me helping out there and uh like i said he's, he's a good friend of mine and his facility is pretty fantastic mm-hmm. so uh massive. yeah sorry it's massive yeah it's really really big um and he that's where i started getting introduced to pro wrestling uh, watching it a lot and it's like I said it's a it's pretty fantastic too um, but yeah so he started the program there he's, he's starting it from the ground up and it's it's moving he's got some some momentum behind him now so uh, I, I'm trying to do as much as I can there with bouncing between work my place mm-hmm. and, and a few other projects I have going on um, I, I accidentally tried a few more projects while COVID was happening so um these balls are rolling now and i can't really slow them down but yeah um, fair enough but as far as battle arts like i said he's really working well with it um i think there's a few big plans in 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 the works for like some projects i have for there too so it'll be pretty exciting for some opportunities for it too though yeah like two yeah like two different programs going that's awesome yeah yeah like i said it's uh, i was always a whole um tide rises all boats so if i could help somebody out if i could help a program out somewhere else and if i could help the whole community out um i was really keen on that so yeah um, so but yeah like i said i have a few other projects i'm playing with um and i'm partnering up with a few other friends so i'm actually starting up um a small motorcycle shop 
company too. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. So I have a few, a friend who is actually a really top level tech for, he used to work for Ducati. So we're playing with some Ducati bikes right now and we're trying to do some customizations and stuff. So it's another fun project working on. But I'll tell that, like I said, trying to put a few more irons in the fire if I could find it. You know, and my wife, I see my wife like probably, you know, two hours a week now, which is nice. <laughs> which is nice. <laughs> well, you know, she's probably listening right now. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Hi. <laughs> so um, especially like when you look at like, finally trying to get two two schools going kind of building those projects are you getting your like be able to train again yourself or is it more like focusing on teaching obviously building um, these opposite businesses well when i first started at battle arts uh, i was the only one there but there, there's certain gets of steam there there's a few other guys there's a few other black belts there now and uh the project work is really going to um there's another young guy who just got a black belt brendan may and he's really, like I said, he's really sharp. He's he's doing a lot of the administrative side and uh, curriculum base, and he's, we're kind of all working together. But I think because of he, his, his you know, he has that youth about him that he's really got that energy, that he's really starting to take initiative for a lot of things there. So we kind of hammer out ideas together, but um, it's 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 kind of exciting time for them now. You know, when you first open up a well, when you first open up a club and you have that kind of um, you know, the, the, those fireworks and that excitement every time you go in, it's nice to see that, um, that feeling you get from like having that fresh club open up again. So between him and uh, John Valentine and, and Scott Shielding's there now too. So between those guys there, like, you know, they're really having, uh, we're having a really good time there too now. So, you know, it's, and it's really good energy there with these guys. So it's pretty amazing. Yeah, is it going to be um, a fifth dimension school? Or is it going to be uh, like a Drysdale, or is it going to be? A I, I think the intent right now is uh, with Dave. It's going to be a battle arts school. We'll okay. See what direction we go with that now. So, um, like I said, there's with with how many things happening, with so many things happening on the outside too. You know, it's nice to just say start with battle arts, and then we're going to work work our way to see what the next step is after that. So, you know, gotcha. because it's it is a multi program school too, though. So I think he has Muay Thai there and, and I think he has boxing. He has a few other programs that he has set there too, because it's such a big facility. So I'll let him get his bearings before we kind of introduce anything else. When will we see JJ go uh, on mat six and do a moonsault off the table onto somebody uh, at the Ontario Open? You just missed it. <laughs> ah! <laughs> no, I'm actually back in, um, like I said, I've got that COVID-19 also, like the 19 pounds I gained. So I'm trying to nice, get that off again. Nice. Yeah. So I, uh, I got like half of it off. I'm starting it's to get all muscle, my... man. It's all muscle. <sighs> you keep telling yourself that Aaron. No, not really, but <laughs> it's, it's bad. So, I mean, like, but I'm, like I said, I'm halfway up. I am playing to go to the world masters again. So, which is in November in mm. Vegas. Yeah. So, you know, it's one of the ones I, I try and hit every year if I can. Um, but yeah, so, and I usually, when I go, if I get a chance, I usually bring as many students as I can down. So I'll do a nice school trip and we'll see how like the climate is in November, but hopefully things will be in a good spot. So, hopefully. It, it's, yeah. It's, it would be good to be getting out of the country and doing some tournaments once again, which yeah. is actually something maybe not this year, but next year I'm making a commitment, Aaron, that masters worlds may be in the cards. It's it's next so fantastic. Year? Next, next year. I'm not going to go this next year. year? Okay. Yeah. yeah. It, it's such a fantastic trip um for anybody and everybody uh, i find like for me obviously i love it because you know i get to go see robert 
um because i usually go i used to go down like five or six times a year i used to go down every other month at least for at least a weekend or, or a week um but it's just nice to be able to be like the, my, my home school is actually you know in the same place as the tournament itself um but whenever i went down i usually had two or three friends from other schools come down and we all train together at the same place you know we'll go to robert's place and it's, it's just a nice opportunity there too so nice um, but when you guys go down uh there's nothing like seeing 36 mats all packed and full of like people competing and then you just see superstars all around you and then you have your 36 mats in the middle and then off the other side you have your uh, uh the vegas open which is another 10 mats and then on the other side you have like the kids vegas open which is another like 10 mats. it's, it's bananas like there's just it's ridiculous mats. it's just jujitsu on yeah. jiu and then there's people like doing like seminars and stuff sometimes like oh, it's yeah. just oh no every day so i mean you have you like up here like how does this go up here you'd have like the main mats and then on this side here you'd have like the, the novice mats or the the vegas open the kids are inside and right in the middle here you'd have like 200 people training with like zanzi ribeiro for two hours for free <laughs> like for free. Just, and people do free seminars there like they'll be like zanzi would be the first hour and then the next would be like uh hafa and geek mendez so or it'd be like and then the next day would be like uh Hamilo morale and 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 you know somebody else it's it's always been like two people every day and it's been crazy you know the, the stuff they show you and then it's q a too right so i mean you can ask some questions the whole time so it, it's a fun trip like it is like um uh jiu-jitsu mecca if you want so yeah it's no, nice for sure. yeah so hopefully i'll see you down there next year hopefully. right yes promise in vegas um you, know. you mentioned uh your your robert drysdale is like you know one of your you know, your main professor and he's yes. down in Vegas. And yes. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if you saw this on social media, but he was, he was involved in some controversy and had some back and forth with uh, yeah. one of the, uh, one of the main directors of ADCC, Mo Jassum, and a bunch of other people got involved like Gordon Ryan and all that. Yeah. Um, there was the whole controversy, controversy of him in ADCC in 2007, but there's also been a lot of backstory of him just being an absolute monster back in the day, which I've seen as, as well, you know, firsthand with uh, several people training with him. Like, yeah. Give me your take yeah. of what happened. Um, or just like a little bit of the backstory of but it's hard. I mean, obviously it's hard for me because I'm trying to say without any kind of bias, but um, from me, how I know Robert, he's an ultra, ultra competitive person, no matter what it is, whether it's jujitsu, um, chess eating whatever it is like I, I went to sushi <laughs> with him and he'll yeah, eat me because he's like you know because he's robert um so he had just has this very natural competitiveness to him and um i i, I don't want to say i don't see it but i really don't see how he would be in a position of like fixing matches as they were saying like i think it was the one that they were really accusing was the one with him and and, and Galvao, I believe, wasn't it? So yeah, I, I think that was yeah. It. I think I think what they were inferring is because of the fact that he shared his purse. Um, and I know that it is like you know I kind of relate that to like like my mom's side, like my Filipino side, where um, there's actually a slang word for when you have winnings, like when you actually win a purse, when you win the lottery, when you win like at, at the casino, that you have to share that with your family. Um, so, and I can't remember the actual word, but I, I can, as soon as I heard that he's sharing his winnings with, you know, people from his own camp, 
I was kind of like, yeah, you know, uh, my family does that too. Like, I mean, if we go to the casino and I win a thousand dollars, I kind of split it with my brother or, or whatever else. But. Give him some, give him some money. Is the word uh, for the Filipinos out there? Is the word peck peck? I believe it is. <laughs> <laughs> Not funny, even. Aaron has no idea what we're talking about right now. I have no idea. <laughs> oh, I Can you say that word I, one more I, time? Because you might peck. have peck peck. That, uh, he knows what that means. I know what that means. Aaron doesn't, and that's what makes it funny. That makes it awkward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, think, I don't think Aaron has ever seen a peck peck in his life. I don't. He probably. I'd have to look it up on Google. <laughs> no, you probably. <laughs> I think you should. Don't do it on a work computer. <laughs> I'm gonna do it right now. Hold on a second. Uh, How do you spell know. it? Would you like to spell that, JJ? I don't want to. <laughs> oh fuck. So um yeah, well, so anyways. Hey, while I'm looking at this. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys ever get a chance to uh look at that book at all? I have been, I have Yeah, no, book. I started reading the book. Like unfortunately I'm a very, very slow reader. So yeah. I have started reading it, but it's actually fantastic. And I do appreciate you kind of sending that book to us. It was awesome. Oh, but like I said, it's going to take me like a year. To finish. Yeah. Well, it's, it's one of those things. It's I read it and um, I had to take notes because it is really packed with a lot of information in there. Um, oh, what is this? What? <laughs> I just saw what it's what it means. I'm like, Did you translate it? Yeah, you don't translate those winnings. Don't share those winnings. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. <laughs> I lost my train of thought. <laughs> no, you're talking about the book. Um, opening opening Closed Guard by Robert Drysdale. It's a fantastic book about um you know, yeah, it, like, it gives a lot of the the alternative history of Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Well, the thing is, uh, even I was questioning things about like, you know, he, he started writing this book, I think in like 2018, he was telling me about it. Like he wanted to write it wasn't a book itself, it was a film. And I was like, you know, you're taking a while to write this. But as soon as I started getting the book, I started reading it. Um, and how far he went to like, you know, travel all through Brazil, all through Japan, uh, uh, like digging really deep and going down a really deep rabbit hole with all these things. Um, you start to realize why it, it takes so long to kind of get through things here. And the, the great thing I like about it is that he wasn't looking for anything but just information, just objective information. And it's kind of hard to thread through that sometimes, you know, especially when uh, it's written by certain people. And it, it has a certain way of being uh, perceived, but uh, like I said, he it seemed like he had a very unbiased way of, of running through things here, and it, there was a lot of things I didn't even realize about it. But yeah, it was a, for me it was a great book. But I don't know. I I needed, like I said to you, uh, Aaron, I, I need to take notes because there was yeah. way too much information for me sometimes. And I'm definitely going to have to read this again, like a few times, just to kind yeah, of. Yeah, no, I'm definitely like looking forward to like you know actually like reading it and actually engaged in everything because like yeah. it's like everything with like so much stuff going on and i want to take like a week and like, that's my passion project to just get yeah. it done because i yeah. i, I it, when i started reading it i'm like oh this is really good and it's like i didn't want to fall asleep while i was reading it and i want to actually read it to read it yeah yeah or read like three paragraphs and forget the last two you know yeah. <laughs> it's like driving home you don't remember the last two blocks yeah so um but yeah, no, I, I definitely, like I said, I, I it took me like, you know, quite a few months to read that too, because I, I did the same thing. I think I only read it, read it like on Sundays, you know, whenever I got a chance to, but that yeah, was good. 
exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. So yeah. kind of like now that clubs are kind of finally open again, like obviously world masters, that's kind of the plan. Is there anything else down the pipeline that you think that's going to be coming that you're like excited for? Uh, you know what? I think the last big hurdle that we're going to have to cross is opening up borders because yeah. there are people, like I said, there are like people from uh, like other provinces and other states and other, other schools that kind of want to see as far as like getting seminars back together again and getting opportunities to see other people. But th there is one thing I'll say that I really, really enjoyed. Uh, kind of skirting through social media quite a bit is seeing a lot of people kind of connect with other schools. Like I'll see people who kind of train, like I'll see someone like Kevin Mann's training with somebody like, you know, who, like, I, I, I didn't know that like, he knew that guy too. So, I mean, or like I would, I would talk to like Tony or see Tony Isaac working with somebody else, but it's nice to see other black belts, you know, going around and crossing schools and, and, and bridging a lot more. I think that just showed our communities a lot tighter than, than it was before where now we just want to kind of train with each other and have that cross training and i see everybody has open mat now which is kind of fun yeah i think that's a key thing like i think that's especially yeah. for when you said like getting the community back together and doing certain yeah. things like that open mat that kind of like cross affiliation just kind of training atmosphere yeah. i understand like some clubs are going to keep things secluded just for you know the purposes of you know, making sure they have the yeah. space for their people. Right. And that's fine. Yeah. But I think like the idea, like you said, building that community bigger than it has been, I think is important. Yeah. yeah like, I mean, I remember when I first opened, um, I think it's about 10 years ago now, actually December will be 10 years for me. Um, I was one of the first clubs that actually started, well, that I knew that did this consistent open mat where I would like mm -hmm. say, anybody come in, there's no fee come in, we go train together and then we go get some eat afterwards. And yeah, I've been, I've been doing that since I think 2010 or 20, 2011. So it was a thing that I felt like it was kind of fun. And I had a lot of people in the, at the beginning say, you know, am I allowed to come? You know, I'm from such and such school. And I said, yeah, it goes, how much is your fee for your open mat? And I didn't understand this, this, the idea of open mat fee, because for me, it's like, I'm not teaching you anything. They were kind of like just getting together. You know, if, yeah. if I charge you, it's because I'm going to be showing you something I'm, I'm going to be giving you a service here. I'm showing you nothing. Just show up and roll and <laughs> yeah. shut up. Just, just blindfold on. Use my bathroom. Use my bathroom. That's $5. Yeah. $5 a square. $5 a square. <laughs> you know, I use my yeah. toilet paper. That's going to be another. Have you seen the price of toilet That's what I meant by square, I hope. Yeah, yeah. square. Five, $5 a square. You take yeah. a shit. You, you take like seven, seven squares at $35. There's <laughs> your math fee. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> So I will say, well, probably one of the most important elections that is coming down the line will be the 2022 Filipino, no, hold on, Filipino election, because yeah, Manny Pacquiao has put his name on the card. He accepted the ballot I'm today. looking at. Yay. <laughs> President Pacquiao. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, man. It's, it's scary to see what's happening over there, too. And, and it's, yeah, like, every, politics everywhere seems to be just going crazy. So I don't know. I got nothing to say about that. I barely saw <laughs> for that. And I haven't, I'll, I'll admit, I'm the worst person to ask about politics in general. Um, I don't know a lot about it. I don't follow a lot. So you should, you should probably keep it that way with what's been happening the last yeah. few months. <laughs> I, was, 
<laughs> I was going to start something up by saying I, how awesome a job I think Trudeau's doing, but let's see how many clicks. Oh, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin <laughs> Mans will jump on your, you your got, feed you got enough, 30 you got seconds. You got enough heat two months ago. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. What are you trying you're like, shout out to like the number one leader of this country, Justin Trudeau. What a legend he is. He oh is man, I don't even know what to think with that. So, like I said, he gets he gets attacked so often. Um, yeah, like I said, I got I, I have no um I don't even know the slang to use for I have no idea what to say about it. I have no I have no horse, I have no horse in this race. There you go. I don't have one of those in, in these things. Unless you take Ivermectin like Joe Rogan and turn into one. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. I just thought the war for that it was great. <laughs> I I don't know. I don't man. I don't know. Like I'm I'm on your side with this ivermectin stuff. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm just I'm a fan of. I'm just more of about okay. If it works, great. Let's do it. That's that's kind of like the team I'm on at the end of the day. Let's let's. Hey, if there's something that has potential to save lives, let's investigate yeah. it. Let's do our due diligence and you know, yeah, if it, like if I said, it works great. Let's do it. I think there's a lot to be read into it too. So uh, like everything, I think there's a lot to be read into it. So there's, there's, and it's a lot more than, you know, smarter people than us can, can figure out. So we just have to hopefully trust them with it. Whatever. Exactly. Yeah. But it's, we'll, it's, we'll, we'll leave that for the scientists and the politicians and the lawyers and the human rights lawyers that especially you know, on Facebook, because everybody the last year and a half has gotten <laughs> a degree in one of those things, apparently. Yeah. I've totally kind of dodged a lot of things on Facebook. Like I said, I'm not I'm not on there that much for once. Once again, it was probably a good idea the last year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I, I basically started posting again, like just my stuff, what's in my brain on there. But um Hey, your memes yeah, are yeah. awesome. You're like, <laughs> like I would say, like between the all the memes that are out there when we're talking about like jujitsu stuff, like you have the like the best kind of video memes that are going around, and they all just make sense with the perfect like. Well, they, the, yeah, the latest one was the Mad Max one, which was great. The, <laughs> I really miss teaching kids. So and yeah, yeah, yeah a lot. I really do. Like I, I'm the way my schedule runs now. I can't really run a kids program. Um, mm -hmm. It's partially, it's a small percentage because of, you know, what's happening with, with you know, um, masks and, and protocols. Yeah. But I think the biggest part, like 90% of why I haven't run my program is um, all me, me and all my coaches right now are on really weird schedules for because we work day jobs. So yeah. it's hard for me to kind of balance or set something up consistent to, to run a good kids program. I don't want to do it. Uh, I have to do it justice. Like it was my favorite thing that I could run, but you know, teaching children how to heel hook was the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> yeah, it's it's fun because like their legs are all rubbery, right? You know, you know, kneecap comes back right up again. Yeah, there's no problem. Yeah. All right. Okay, little Good Johnny, get the kids one cross ashy. I think we need to talk to OJA about allowing that to happen. Yes. Moving forward. I think this needs TLC to happen. matches too. So. TLC matches. <laughs> yeah. JJ Moon salting off of a ladder onto Matt 12 at the Ontario Open. Uh, I'd just be sliding my 12 year old a chair from under the table, right? So. Yeah. That's the way to do it. <laughs> nice. Throw him like some like chalk or falcon powder. Like, yeah. Oh, I blinded him. <laughs> <laughs> and then you bring the mats up on either side for the finals match. Like a Kumite? No? Oh, the Kumite. Yes. Yeah. I, I, see, that would be sick. Like we actually start like you know the, the mats start to move and we have a little bit difference and like you pin somebody up against it. Oh, 
damn, I think we have to rethink this whole thing. What yeah. do you mean by start to move? Like on a turntable or just? No, like remember like uh, in um, Bloodsport, yeah. like the, yeah. the actual mat would tip, tip up, right? So yeah. I think, like, have you ever watched um, Karate Combat? championship yes. series so like was they that have the chuck that. norris uh yes, it was it was the yeah chuck, it was chuck bass, norris ran that one and yeah. bass rootin's in it now or whatever and george yeah. Pierre kind of commentates on it but like that one's actually pretty sick because like the guys like run up on the actual like i don't think they can stay on that part of the ring like no permanently but they but can I get think, high ground i think it did change the dynamic of of how fighting worked like i mean grappling was a little bit different if you don't have a cage to run to so mm. It was interesting to watch. Actually, I think there should be more options for, for different kinds of arenas. It would be pretty fun to watch other ones too. Jiu-Jitsu yeah. steel cage match. <laughs> However, I think <laughs> I think the the one thing that we Mike and I talked to about with Derek Clark from uh, Fight League Atlantic, um, he was saying about a tag team jiu-jitsu tournament where basically there was tag team. So like you could tag team an actual partner in during the match yeah <laughs> i'm like Downright this amazing. is like i'm like i need to see footage on how we can actually make this work <laughs> like mean tagging in and tapping or yeah no like it's so, like so i think you can actually like so if you're tired for example you can get to your part of the corner like obviously pull the person closer to that get a, part get a, of the, get a rope, the, the rope <laughs> and then you could you could tag that person in and then you can take over the dominant position and i don't know it sounded amazing i, I keep was, open mind yeah, that sounds like it'd be something to try. Me, me and Aaron can be a tag team, and then I would turn heel on him, hit him with a chair, and leave him for dead. <laughs> Anything's possible. Take the podcast over solo. Yeah, exactly. Well, but I will pay for that too. That'd be awesome. <laughs> i will say jj it's been an awesome time having you back on the podcast. I do thank you very much for jumping yes. on. Um Again, best of luck, especially in the future, obviously with Battle Arms and obviously Fifth Dimension. We want to make sure you get as much success as possible. And uh, we'll be in touch soon and we'll try to head out there, especially uh, shortly. Yeah, no, definitely. I try and should try and come out and meet you guys too, though. It'd be awesome. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. Let's arrange something. I'm down. Yeah, no, I'd love that. Thank you, so, for sure. All right. Sounds great, my friend. All right. Thanks, everybody. Appreciate it.